friend, and welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine, coach in life, queen of burnout, and mother of dragons, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. And I am back at you with another episode of our money series. That's right. If you haven't caught our other ones, go back and listen to them. They're full of fun and sass. If you are looking for traditional financial advice, um, you probably need to go to a different podcast because this series is totally different. It's all about my experience with money, debt, working with people around money. And I plan to tell you the ways that I've gone against standard advice because I want to show the world that there is no right answer. There's your answers, there's the next best step, and they're doing the best you can so that we can eliminate guilt and shame when it comes around money. I try to explain to you what's worked for me, my family, my business, and my practice, and also what hasn't worked. I will be giving you non-traditional advice that you do not have to take because I am not a certified financial planner, and your personal financial planner will probably hate me for saying these things. So enter at your own risk, and welcome to the University of Hard Knocks, the money series. Today, we are talking about a good one, why I fired my husband's accountant and got someone else. This actually led to some very in-depth discussions with my husband. We had been using this accountant. Well, let me put it this way. His family has been using this accountant for decades. He does all of the farm accounting and then also their personal accounting. So when Craig and I got married... Going on 13 years ago, I needed to get my FAFSA done because I was still in medical school. So that was the first time I had had an interaction with his accountant. And from the beginning, I knew that this probably wasn't going to work out for the long term, but that I would go along to get along for the time being. My interaction was one where I felt like I was kind of talked down to a little bit. And I kind of wanted to say like, hey, I'm in med school to become a physician. Like, I'm not a dumbass. Uh, that's my how my first interaction went with it. But, you know, like I said, I went along to get along. So then through med school, through residency, and the first couple of years of practice, we continued to use this accountant. But as I got my own businesses up and going, I quickly realized, like, this is not a professional relationship that I'm going to be able to stay in. Every January, when I was getting all my tax stuff around to issue, the 1099 statements. I would bitch to my husband. I would get stressed out because of the comments that the accountant would make or that he was not on schedule and we were filing extensions every single year. And so needless to say, about a year and a half ago, I fired him. And here are kind of some of my reasons that I think it's really important that I want to talk about just not in this circumstance, but when you're working with anyone, reasons why you should fire them and find someone else. So I was treated totally differently than my husband when I would walk into the office. I'm not one to sit back. And so there were times that I had financial questions that I wanted answered. Well, this accountant didn't use email. He said it was unsecure. Strike one. Email is an essential part of my life. I don't know about yours, but 
I I think a lot of questions can be taken care of email that are not super secure and, you know, some hacker is going to get all my money for. So that was strike one. Strike two was then when I would schedule a time to come in and talk to the accountant, I got a bill later on that was for that meeting that didn't let me know ahead of time that I would be charged for to come ask my questions. Strike two, pissed me off. And then when I was in said meeting, I felt like I was really treated differently than when I had been in there with my husband. I felt like I was talked down to, that I wasn't smart. And I actually did tell him one time that I actually make the fucking money in this relationship, and I would appreciate it if that was respected. (laughs) That was kind of at the end, let's just say it that way. Another reason that I let this accountant go was he did not understand online business whatsoever. I got to the point that I needed weekly and monthly bookkeeping, as well as issuing not just 1099 statements, but um, keeping employment records and issuing, you know, paychecks to people. And he literally wanted me to pay off my statements so that he could do a paper bookkeeping account each and every month for him to do this. And I was like, no. Everything I do is literally online. The last time I wrote a check was well over a couple of years ago. I mean, I still think I'm on like 102 of my business checkbook. And so it was just one of those that I was like, you really don't get what's happening in the world today. Now, I understand that I live in an area with like less than 10,000 people, but we have internet in places. It's not like it's totally absent. And this gentleman had just not kept up to date. The third reason I fired my husband's accountant is he is extremely burnt out. I mean, you can feel the vibes when you walk into there, when you talk to him and his mannerisms. He even had to go to his own doctor at one point because he was experiencing chest pain, but yet continued to keep working at the pace he was working. So as a burnout coach, I strongly believe in thriving and not just surviving. I even offered him free coaching. He made excuses to me about how that wasn't going to work for him and he was doing fine, yada, yada, yada. And I wanted to be like, buddy, I kind of a big deal and I'm offering to help you for free, I think you need to take me up on it. I did actually, again, towards the end, tell him that he's probably going to have a stroke or heart attack. And then I hope that he has a contingency plan because he can't keep working yourself into the ground at this point. Reason four that I fired him, he did not understand coaching and had no interest in trying to figure out and understand more and ask the questions of what coaching is. He kept saying, but you're a doctor, why are you doing this? But you're a doctor. Why do you have extra businesses on the side? But you're a doctor, so I don't understand these expenses that you have for your businesses. I just got tired of explaining myself. So friend, life is too hard to already hire and pay the wrong people. I want to encourage you to get great help because you know what? I asked around. I've talked to some friends. I have now found an amazing accountant who specializes in female entrepreneurs on the online space. She kicks ass, takes names. Now, is she cheap? Absolutely not. I do have to pay her quite a bit of money, but I know each and every week shit is getting taken care of. My taxes are done. There's no fuck up when it comes to my employees. And if I have any questions, she answers them through email and doesn't charge me extra. 
So who is this amazing woman? Her name is Dawn Patton, P-A-T-T-O-N. I will put all of this in the show notes for you. But her website is pattonaccounting.net. You need to make sure that you tell her that Erin Wiseman sent you her way. But if you are looking for a small business accountant, someone who is on your side, who does excellent care and takes care of you even more as a person who has money rather than money who has a person, you need to talk to Dawn and her team. I highly, highly recommend them. Friend, you do not deserve bad help. Hell, you don't even deserve good help. You deserve totally exceptional and excellent help. You work too hard for so-so and half-ass. I'm telling you, you need the full-ass, friend. Whether it's an accountant, someone who cleans your home, takes care of your children, rooms your patients, whatever it is, you need to set the bar high because we are like the people we most surround ourselves with. And if you only are working around so-so, you're only going to get so-so work. And it's so hard to try to pull people up compared to being surrounded by greatness. I've heard it takes a village to raise a child. But you know what else? After raising that child and once that kid has grown up, it takes a community to care for them. Communities are what keeps us sane. They help us heal our trauma. They dance with us when we're winning. Without my online communities, I would have never made it through burnout. And I certainly would have gotten through the shitstorm of this pandemic either. If you too need community, I want to invite you over to my badass Slack group. That's right. I'm not going to be on Facebook, but I do love me some Slack. It's a place where you'll find that you're not the only one. You're not alone. You'll get total validation on what's going on with you. There's a pool of resources. Community is active and rating to welcome you in. We are all helpers who have needs. And sometimes we need to have a community that can surround us, protect us, give us a hug, and lift us up. And that's what the badass Slack community is. So come join me today. Link is in the show notes. That's the reason I fired my husband's accountant and got Dawn. I hope that you can figure that out for yourself too. Situations that you want to hit your head against the wall and you're just so fucking frustrated that you can't get through it. You don't need to continue with it. You can find something better. Now, is it easy? No, it took me several interviews to find Dawn and talk to different people. But has it been worth it? Absolutely. All right. Well, remember, friends, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. And if you need additional support, jump into the badass Slack group. See you soon.